Alright, BradCooney.com would like to welcome to the show Mr. Tommy Kokel of the rock band Chronic Edge. What is up, Tommy? How much, you? <laughs> yeah, doing good, man. Thanks, good. For, thanks for joining the show. Oh, pleasure. Alright, so you got, we got, we got a few things to talk about. You guys got a lot of cool stuff in the works and, uh, a new single you guys are promoting. Before we get to all of that, I kind of want to bring my listeners up to speed a little bit about the band's history. Like, how did, how did, how did the band first start? How did you guys all get together? Well, uh, um, the guitar player, uh, our guitar player, uh, and, uh, lead singer, uh, Vince, um, he put an ad out on band mix and, uh, I happened to have a band mix account. I wasn't on it for a while. And then one day I checked uh, back. Uh, I left a message, and uh, like a couple months ago, after I checked back, and uh, he got back to me. So uh, he said they were looking for a, a bass player. So uh, I came out. I auditioned, and after uh, two auditions, uh, I got the spot. Nice. So. Was the band just lacking a bass player at the point, or were they, or was Vince like really just trying to put everybody together at the same time? Um, at that point, they're actually uh, they were lacking a bass player. I mean, they just got done recording. Uh, they did uh, this was back in like 2012, so they did uh, two albums with uh, a different bass player that I wasn't on. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then after that, at that point, they were uh, lacking a basis. Gotcha. So the band Chronic Edge has been around a minute. They've been around a while, huh? Yeah. That's what's up. All right. So one of the things that 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 I that I, well, there's a lot of things that I read in, in the bio that interests me. But I've always been. I'm a throwback guy. I mean, I grew up in the in the late '70s and the '80s, and man, I drank many a beer in many clubs, watching you know rock bands. And one of the things I loved about going in to see bands was bands that would do originals. Yeah, you know, covers are, covers are great. You know, it's fun to listen to a band play a cover. But I was always intrigued by bands that, you know, that do their own stuff. And that's one of the things I read about you guys is you guys, you know, you guys are just doing your own thing, man. So talk talk, talk a little bit more about that. So, uh, yeah, we do, uh, we write all of our originals, and uh, one thing we do that uh, sets us apart from uh, other bands as far as originals, now uh, uh, Vince has got all the rights to the uh, Beatles songs, so uh, uh, we take Beatles songs, at least a one per, we'll put like a different one on each uh, um, record, whether it's uh, a single or uh EP or uh, LP, you know, mm-hmm. and we'll take one and put one on each. But uh, we usually revamp, take a Beatles song and we revamp it for our for our uh, our uh, sound. So I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. So Vince owns the rights to the Beatles songs. Yeah, because um, if you look on uh, YouTube, there's uh, um, there's a video of uh, now. This was back when I first joined, but we did a music video for. Uh, Eleanor Rigby, um, which uh, is it's actually a Chronic Edge uh, song, but uh, since Vince uh, has got uh, uh, rights, to, he can actually use the uh, the Beatles songs, um, and then revamp them. Uh, uh, we were able to uh, uh, put that out there, which is kind of actually uh, pretty cool. I mean, it's something new. I mean, most bands don't uh, do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Very, very awesome. All right, so um, this new single that the band's promoting now, you guys dropped a song called The Game. 
Uh, tell me a little bit about the song. You know, what's the backstory? Well, the game is basically a song about uh, you know this woman. She's playing hard to get, um, trying to uh, do everything, or trying to rule this, uh, be in control of this man's life. Yeah, the guy knows what she wants, but she's never satisfied, and it's just never enough. You know, he he keeps trying and trying and trying to satisfy her, but uh, he's basically uh, you know playing by her rules, uh, if you will. All right, so does Vince do most of the writing, or is, or is it a collective of, of the band members that do the writing of the songs? Uh, I would say, uh, well, sometimes we switch. Like sometimes it's like collaborate. Like the whole band will get to bet. Mm-hmm. The whole band will get together, and then like Vince will play. Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll play this guitar riff. I'll come up with something on the bass, yeah. and then uh, um, our keyboard player will do something, and our drummer will join in, and then sometimes. Uh, um, I'll write something on bass and I'll bring it to Vince. I mean, depends on uh, like the uh, the situation. I, I want to say. Yeah, I like that. I like the fact that the that the you know whoever the you know, I guess Vince is the front man. Is he is he pretty much the guy that founded the band? Yeah, yeah. So I like how he gives you guys some lateral movement there to where you know he's not writing everything like lyrically and and also musically. I like how to, I like. That he like you're the bass player, so I like how he gives you that freedom to uh, you know do your thing, come up come up with you know with a bass riff, you know that that, that fits this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, in reading in this bio, also um, I was I, I just want to get some clarity on this. So the song, the game, it's also part of a three track mini LP. Can you can you clear that up? Can you give me some clarity on that? Yeah. So. Uh... It's actually, yeah, so like a three-track, I want to say, well, of course, see, iTunes classifies that as a single, um, that, uh, because it's got three tracks under 30 minutes, um, but, uh, so the game is, uh, basically a single, uh, and then, uh, it's also got, uh, track two is, uh, Heather, and track three is, uh, Bad Reputation. Okay, so it's three songs, but it's kind of bundled as one single? Like an LP? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I saw a link for a video. Is that a video for Heather? Uh, that's, uh... I thought I yeah, saw you. Go YouTube? ahead. Uh, no, it's actually the YouTube uh, audio, uh, audio file. You, oh, okay, for, so it's just on YouTube as an audio. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right, so, um... The LP Rock Edition, well, what's that? The, uh, the EP Rock Addiction yeah, EP, is going to be something that uh, is going to be released uh, a couple uh, months down the uh, down the road. Ah, so, okay, that's, so that's a future project you guys have not dropped yet. Yeah, we haven't dropped it yet, but the songs are already uh, recorded and uh, mixed and mastered. All right, man. How long have you been playing bass? Since uh, eighth grade. Nice. How old are you now? And I'm uh, 27 now. Yeah, man. See, this, this, you're all in. You are all in on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, man. I treat it as, uh, as my baby, so. Yes, yeah, sir. I've been playing guitar on and off for about 30 years, a little over 30 years, but I'm not, don't let that fool you. I'm not a great guitar player by any stretch. <laughs> I don't have, the, my problem is I have very small hands. Yeah. And, 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 and so my fingers are really short. I'm a, I'm a pretty big guy, but my hands, I just don't have big hands. 
So I've always struggled with like scales because I just don't have the reach. I can't yeah, reach. The, uh, I, the, I can't get to certain frets, man. So is it more like an articulation thing? Your your uh, like hand positioning? Like, yeah. You know what? I tried different angles. It's just like if I put my hand up to your hand, your fingers yeah. would probably be a good inch, inch and a half longer than mine. I just yeah. don't have long fingers, so it's you know it's it's not a, it's just it's just it's created a, a, a struggle for me. So I just went for other things. I'm a decent finger picker, and you know I, I love to strum. I can play like your 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 power chords and your bar chords. Um, it's just yeah. some damn scales, man. That's why I never really pursued lead guitar playing. It's just like I that's exactly have... why I went why why I went for bass. I looked at my fingers and I'm like, oh wow, they're they're long. So I'm like, yeah. Well, let me try the bass. There you go. Yep. Yeah. So I just I just primarily just started playing acoustics and you know playing some folk music and just some you know CCR kind of music and nice. um, little Neil Young, just some '70s folk. You know, I play I play some some stuff. Uh, I learned a collective soul song the other day. It's pretty cool. Um, the most collective soul is one of my one of my favorite rock bands. That's uh, one band that's uh, pretty underrated. That probably should have been a lot bigger. Oh, ain't that the truth, dude? Yeah. They they got so many. I, mean, I, I can name so many seventies and eighties bands that were underrated, but uh, <laughs> way up there with the rest. But <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, do you remember that band Zebra? Oh, yep, yep, yep. So Randy Jackson just came to my city and did an acoustic set right before this virus thing broke out. Um, but Randy Jackson from Zebra came and did an acoustic set. I was freaking blown away. That guy can still shred, man. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, back to you guys. So um, one of the things I liked about the song, the game, other than I love the whole song. It was really, It's a fun song. Uh, but I heard some saxophone in there. Yeah, we uh, actually, uh, our studio guy that uh, we recorded that had a uh, uh, session sax player that uh, came down to uh, listen to his stuff because uh, we needed uh, one that could, uh, you know, didn't have a problem uh, laying down a good groove or, uh, um, you know, playing to a metronome or playing to the click. So this guy, like, went in. Laid the stuff down. Like he gelled really good with the, like the rest of the instruments that were already laid down. Yeah. He uh, listened to everything and then he laid uh, a sax melody down that he tried different things and then uh, whatever sounded like really melodic, he uh, he just threw in there and it it, it fit. It re- it re- do it, man. It, it really does fit. I mean, for real. I, I was just like, wow, that that's nice. It just kind of adds a new flavor to the song. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I love that, man. And that, and that's the thing about you guys. You guys, um, like the, the, when I when I played the song, the game, you know, when it first comes on, I'm like, uh oh, this is gonna be some like ACDC. This is gonna make me speed. I'm gonna like get tickets and shit. Because um, it's a great song, man. But but you guys don't just do that. You guys are pretty diverse, and you have a mixed genre of stuff. So talk about that a little bit. Um, well, what me and Vince actually uh, had in mind that. We actually, this was our model, is that um, we decided that, you know, it would be best, like, in everybody's interest to, like, we want to create something for everybody to enjoy, not just stick to uh, one, uh, like, cliche genre, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Be really, uh, like, really diversify things, you know? Like, yeah, have a sax and uh, maybe the chorus or the verse in this song, maybe throw in... uh, Maybe throw in a harmonica in this song or um, flute or something. Just just something to uh, 
to, to be different, and uh, mm-hmm. that sounds so generic. Now, who plays harmonica in the band? Um, no one actually uh, play, uh, plays harmonica, but we do know a guy that... Uh, You'll come in and, um, and record yeah. for you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like like uh, studio person? Yeah, man, a hired gun, man. Absolutely. You, you do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I love a harmonica. And you, you know that rock band Kicks, K-I-X? Yeah, yep. Love those guys. When I was in the Navy back in the 80s, I, I saw them in concert like five times. They're from Maryland. Um, and Steve Whitman, he's been on this show, in fact. I've had kicks on here a couple times on this, on this show. Um, but that guy's a badass harmonica player, and they incorporate that into their in, in a lot of their songs. <laughs> nice. Yeah, brother. Um, all right, so also when I was researching you guys, one of the things I also thought was cool is how you guys... Um, like fashion, like what you guys wear, and the stage presence are two things that kind of separate you guys from from a lot of bands. So talk more about that. Yeah, so uh, I, I feel like uh, both those are uh, very crucial elements. I mean, uh, you look at bands today. I mean, uh, just for example, I mean, look at the bands in the the eighties. I mean, the hair metal scene. I mean, they had yeah. the fashion. They they had the uh, spandex. They had the stage presence. Yeah. They had the stage presence. Yeah. But I mean, it's like. You go to the 90s and then, like, that started to uh, dwindle down. And then, I mean, even look at nowadays, I mean, it seems like bands are just, uh, you know, going up there, uh, uh, you know, just standing in one place playing or they're not wearing anything, like, uh, like fashionable. I mean, mm-hmm. I, me and Vince always, uh, you know, our, our thing is, um, you know, you, you be fashionable to, um, to play the part, you know, I mm-hmm. mean... <laughs> Uh, you, uh, with all this, uh, like the fashion that we got, the reason, uh, we wear the, the, the fashionable clothes that we got is because it makes us look more like a, uh, you know, uh, more like a band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Like back in the 80s, it was the hair bands, the, really the hair bands when they, when they did the whole, the spandex clothes and the, of course the, 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 the hairspray was insane back then. Um, and then even some of the bands got into like the makeup a little bit, but I like that. Like Kiss, man, Kiss is one of my favorite bands too. But they're like the pioneers, I and mean, those guys that just, just, you know, you talk about a pioneering rock band. Kiss came out with the makeup and the and those and the costumes. Yeah, um, I miss I, I miss that man. And like you know that you know you're a bass player, so I'm sure you heard of Rudy Sarzo. Yeah, yeah, I'm like uh, all over the stage. Like uh, yeah, Rudy Sarzo comes to mind, and then actually. Uh, Juan Crucier from uh, the hair band uh, Rat. Yeah, man, I freaking love Rat. I love Rat, man. Um, Lack of Communication is one of my favorite songs. Uh, great, great band. Yeah, and you know, Rat's still doing their thing. There's a lot of bands from the 80s that are still doing their thing out there, man. Um, yep. There are a lot of them out there playing at Whiskey Go-Go in, in Los Angeles. and they, and they they Like, I had uh, Mark Torian from the Bullet Boys on this show last year, and uh, I had Frankie Benali from Quiet Ride on some months nice. back. Of course, he's fighting cancer now, so we're praying, we're praying for him. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, I, I really love talking to rock bands on this show, and uh, and that's why you're here, brother. And I appreciate you joining me. Thank you, thank you. All right, so um, a couple more things, and I'll let you go. So, so it's it's really you know one of the things that's kind of put a grinding halt on the entertainment business is this coronavirus thing, and it's really you know it's it's sidelined a lot of the bands. A lot of these bands had tour dates had to be canceled and. You know, recording sessions or had to be shut down. So, 
what what are you guys uh what's your what's your plan for the rest of the year some of the states are starting to open up a little bit um so what, what do you guys think man what do you want what do you want to try to get done before the end of the year um well before the end of the year uh um a few more uh records out mm-hmm. we'd like to get done and then um i know we we're supposed to play at Summerfest, but that got postponed uh till september um we we're supposed to be on the uh um uh, we're supposed to be on the bmo harris stage man and we might be either opening up for they haven't finalized it yet but it could be a possibility that we're either opening up for now um it'll either be zz top or uh um steve miller man neither of those suck <laughs> That's, no. that's pretty damn cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, both. I mean, uh, Jesus. I mean, you can't go wrong with open with either either of them two. That's that's great, man. Uh, hey, there's a really. Have you seen the new do- the documentary, the ZZ Top documentary on Netflix? Uh, is it is it recent? Yeah, it's pretty recent. It ain't that old. Uh, I'll just check it out. Do it if you like. You're a ZZ Top fan. It's a great documentary, man. <laughs> All right, bro. I appreciate you coming on the show, man. It's been a lot of fun. I'm I'm really wishing the band. Uh, Chronic Edge, lots of love and luck as you guys go forward and get to that next level. Um, before I let you go, I want to give you an opportunity to tell the listeners out there where they can find your music, where they can follow you guys on social media, so the mic is yours. Okay. Hi, this is Tom Coco from Chronic Edge, and you can listen to the game on YouTube. Amazon Music, Google Play, iTunes, streaming on Apple Music, uh, Tidal, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Deezer and Napster. Uh, that's quite and a few. <laughs> That's good. Oh, I forgot one. Uh, Spotify. Spotify. There you go. And what about social media? You guys got a Twitter account or anything or Facebook page? Uh, yeah, you can find us on Facebook. The handle is facebook.com, uh, Chronic Edge Band. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter handle is going to be the same, twitter.com, Chronic Edge Band. Um, and then... Instagram is going to be uh, Instagram.com backslash Chronic Edge. And then uh, our uh, official website, uh, ChronicEdge.com. There it is, folks. You guys out there listening to this podcast, check them out. They're really good, man. I love their music. Support these guys. They work hard. And, um, Tommy, I really appreciate you coming on the show. And you guys come back. Thanks, and when, you, when you got some new stuff to talk about, come on back, all right? All right, thank you. All right, brother. Have a good night. All right, you too.